0: Want to know how to take your home from lackluster to blockbuster? Need to know the latest interior design trends? Then you'll be right at home with the Find It, Style It podcast. Hosted by Lauren Keenan, where we show you how easy it is to create beautiful spaces and turn your house into a home you'll love. Find It, Style It. Shake it! Hey podcasters, today on Style School, we are getting up close and personal with industrial style. So I'm going to tell you what it is, where you can shop for it, and how you can incorporate it into your home.
1: Subscribe for exclusive perks and insider tips at finditstylet.com.au. Well, welcome to episode three of Style School here on the Find It, Style it podcast.
0: I'm Lauren Keenan. I'm an interior stylist and the host of the Find It, Style It podcast.
1: And I'm Scott Keenan, co-driver on today's podcast. Really enjoying the season so far. This is episode three and I'm excited to talk about industrial.
0: Yeah, look, I think industrial is one of those styles that a lot of people probably have bits and pieces of already in their home, even if they don't know it. So today we're going to delve a bit deeper into that and uh, tell you a bit more about it
1: we hope you've been enjoying this very special series breaking down five of today's most popular interior design styles Uh, we already brought you episodes on Scandinavian uh, last week and Hamptons and today we're talking industrial style and as Lauren says you know what it is the language you can use to describe it, which I think is really important and how to make it part of your home
0: Exactly. So would you like to hear a bit about where it actually comes from? Uh,
1: Yeah, history lesson time. I can tell
0: you're you're just dying to know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I am because I like the history that goes behind a lot of these styles and I actually think it's part of the story that you can tell when you have these styles in your home. So give it to me. What's industrial about? Where did it come from?
0: Okay, so the style really started in New York and London in sort of the late 80s and early 90s. And it was where sort of students and creative people like artists and musicians uh, were looking for cheaper housing. And so they sort of uh, moved themselves out into more industrial areas where there were lots of warehouses and maybe some disused buildings, things like that. Um, These buildings actually had really great bones. So quite often they had these massive windows, beautiful high ceilings. Exposed and brick walls. Exposed brick walls. Um, but then you'd also get things like exposed pipes and um, air conditioning ducts and things like that, um, that I think previously people had been looking to cover up because it was, you know, something that you didn't want on show. But in these spaces, they were actually, you know, part of the uh, the advantages the of living there, part of the charm of yep. living there, Yeah. The spaces had really generous proportions and, like I said, because they're in areas that were maybe seen as a little bit more you know, not desirable, undesirable, (laughs) Um, they were cheaper. And um, that's why those people moved there. Not cheap anymore, as you can imagine. Those kind of loft spaces uh, go for millions.
1: And where in time was that change where it went from being kind of student accommodation or undesirable locations to the types of places where people wanted to move into?
0: Well, I think it's maybe perhaps when the students got real jobs or when the creatives got really successful. And so, you know, those areas became a lot more desirable and like any kind of gentrification of certain areas, even the area we live in here in Sydney, you know, probably ten or fifteen years ago, you, you wouldn't have wanted to walk down the street here. And now it's it's completely different. It's very gentrified and it's yeah. really
1: part of that urban um, sprawl story of a lot of big yeah. cities, you know, New York City, London, um, Sydney has it as well, those those inner urban areas that were traditionally industrial, uh, where there were warehouses, and I guess people are now looking to use these old buildings to convert them or have them for mixed uses, and this style really comes into its own, where you can use the beauty of the bones of the building. But what you're going to tell us about today is that you don't necessarily have to live in an old converted warehouse to do industrial, right?
0: The look has really evolved quite a lot. I mean, as New York as it sounds, we can't all live in converted warehouses on the Lower East Side. Um, You know, it sounds very glamorous and a bit romantic to have these sort of exposed pipes entwined on the ceiling, but In most times, that's just not going to be realistic.
1: We've had a few questions coming through, people sending through voice memos this week using their voice memo app on their phone uh, and emailing them through to lauren at au. One of them was from Stacey in Sydney with this question. You've got mail. Hey, guys, my name's Stacey, and I'm loving the podcast. I've got a question for the style school. I love that style that you see on the movies and TV shows in New York but I'm not sure how to bring that into my modern home in Sydney. Can't wait to hear your thoughts about it. Thanks. That's a really good question because there are a lot of um, new build homes and apartments in particular in inner urban areas now where this look is being incorporated. But what if you're in an existing home and you like industrial, how do you bring it in?
0: Uh, well, the easiest way, I think, to bring some industrial style into your space is by really carefully choosing your materials. So there are certain materials, uh, building materials, that are very common to industrial style. So the first one of these would be polished concrete. Um, which, if you have the opportunity, you could go for a polished concrete floor, which always looks amazing,
1: particularly for your living areas.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you could also go. You could also have a, um, a polished concrete benchtop made for your kitchen or a kitchen island with I've polished seen that, concrete.
1: Seen that done a couple of times. Though. It looks really good. It
0: does look really good. So that's that's one option. Um, exposed brick walls, like we mentioned before, don't cover them up. You could treat them with some, with some kind of acid wash if you wanted to make them appear, um, you know, a bit more rough around the edges. If you're living in suburbia, the bricks might not be that old, you might want to make them look a bit more aged. Paint them? You could paint them, yes, that's another option. Definitely using timber throughout your home, so that could be plywood, which is kind of um, a modern take on industrial style, or something just a bit more aged and rugged would look good as well. Um, you
1: mean like in like window frames or beams or panelling on walls or what sort of things? All of, of the things? above, okay. yes,
0: everything you just said Great. is good. You can even find a lot of plywood furniture these days is that right? as well. Yeah, I know, and it's funny because it's the kind of – Furniture that our parents probably would have thought was, you know, on the cheaper, nasty side. Oh, you wouldn't want to buy that. That's only made out of plywood. But it's actually now quite a cool look. It's what
1: sort of stuff like, uh, like low coffee tables? Um... Yeah,
0: little, um, you know, low stools and things like that. Um, they just look quite funky and it's quite a casual look that ties in with the other materials that we've been talking about as well. Okay. Uh, metals are really, really important in industrial style. So there's a few options to go for. There, we could look at iron, um, aged nickel, which is kind of like a like silver, but more of a dirty silver. If that makes sense. Uh, antique brass, and of course, copper, which you see in a lot of pipe work and, and things like that in authentic sort of industrial warehouse spaces.
1: How how would you use it in?
0: We're going to get onto that, Scott. I'm okay, very great. Glad you mentioned. I'm jumping that. ahead. <laughs> And um, finally, m- another fantastic material to use if, if you can is glass. Glass is very popular in, ind- in industrial style, particularly if you have the opportunity to have big glass windows. Yep. Um, I'm sure you've all seen those movies set in New York where, you know, people who realistically couldn't afford to live in these massive warehouses that have these enormous glass windows, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. So
1: proportions really important with industrial as well, right?
0: Yeah, and that brings me on to sort of my next area that I really wanted to talk about, and that's some tips for how you can bring these materials and and other uh, industrial tips into your home.
1: Okay, so what, what do you got up first?
0: Well, first, I think you really want to keep your furniture choices simple. So industrial spaces aren't um, overstuffed with a million different things, but they have a few really key pieces and quite often they're oversized. So by that, I mean, it might be a really nice, deep sofa that you can really fall into. Nothing's too prim and proper. It's quite um, quite a relaxed style, quite a bit rough around the edges. I like the
1: sound of that sort of couch.
0: I know you do. It sounds so. like the sort
1: of couch you could either, uh, you know, we could hang and, you know, read a paper on the weekend or you. You could sit around and have about six yeah. six mates watching the footy.
0: Oh, yep, yeah, that sounds good too. <laughs> so um, I think the key things to remember with uh, your furniture choices is to keep the palette quite neutral but warm as well. So, you know, sandy beiges or a denim blue, even like a tan leather to add some coziness To the space, um, because we're talking about a lot of other hard materials as well, you want those soft furnishings just to give you a little bit of cosiness and softness.
1: Okay, so the next one I think is actually really important. A lot of people get this wrong, and it's quite important for this style. It's lighting, right?
0: It is. So you really need to make lighting a feature when you're trying to bring industrial style into your home. And the good thing is there are so many industrial style light fittings out there. It's really easy to get your hands on something that looks amazing. There's a few places I'd sort of recommend at the moment. I think beacon lighting has some great combos, um, especially in concrete and black finishes. So that's very industrial. You're getting that kind of iron look Mm. with the concrete as well. Lots of options there, and I also love some of the pieces from a local Sydney designer called Anaesthetic Design. I'm not sure if I've pronounced that correctly. Hopefully, no, it looks I have. Good. They're based um, in Camperdown. It's a bit of a hard word to get your tongue around that one. Um, <laughs> and they have some pieces that really, to me, resemble that sort of exposed pipe. Look and um, yeah, jump on their Instagram. I think we're going to give some details on that a little bit later, or their website. And uh, their pieces are really beautiful and very much in keeping with the industrial uh, style, with a little bit of glam sort of added in.
1: And what's your take on uh, secondhand lighting pieces?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great idea. There's um, just about every city or every town will have um, a secondhand sort of furniture emporium or warehouse that you can go and have a look at and. There's some real gems to be found there. You just need to make sure that you get um, a licensed electrician to wire it up for you correctly because you're not probably sure of where it came from or how old it is and it just might need a little bit of TLC before you can hang it up and use it. Um, but definitely that's a great authentic way to get some industrial style happening. And
1: if you can't find anything that's suitable, there's a couple of uh, purveyors there that you've talked about that uh, are going to help you probably find something suitable for this sort of style in a modern home.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, um, so we've got the furniture and the lighting down. What else is important for industrial?
0: Well, I think accessories are really important, and I know we talked about keeping things simple, but every space is going to need some accessories just to help bring it to life a bit. So if we think back to those materials... that we talked about before, I want you to look for accessories that are concrete, um, black and metallics. But, and it's a bit of a but here, you don't want it to feel too hard and clinical. So it still needs to um, look like a home and be comfortable. So don't forget cushions and plants in sort of rich, warmer tones.
1: I think plants are a little bit of a tricky one. and We've talked about that on the podcast before. Are you talking here for industrial you know, larger plants because oversized suits the style, or what? What would you recommend?
0: If you can do larger plants and you've got a bit of a green thumb and you can look after them, then by all means go for green plants. But there are ways that you can bring um, sort of nature and industrial together. So you might go for a plant stand that's made out of. You know, a nice um, antique kind of nickel or, or brass, something like that. Uh, you could go for a concrete pot. Um, painted, looks good. Painted, yeah. There's lots of ways that you can incorporate those materials and accessories that we were talking about with a bit of green life.
1: Is there anything else that you'd recommend to bring industrial into your home?
0: Another tip, and we just touched on it before, but I, I think it's worth talking about a bit more, is bringing in some authentic vintage pieces into your home. Um, so, like
1: leathers and that sort of stuff.
0: Well, I think because um, these warehouses, even though they became popular in the you know 1980s and 1990s, they were sort of a hundred years old even mm. before that. So there were lots of sort of vintage fixtures and fittings that you could uh, look to incorporate at home. So I'd really recommend spending a couple of hours scouring around your local secondhand shops. You want to find just one or two really beautiful, authentic pieces. You don't um, want to fill your home with it? No, you know these it
1: looks a bit overdone, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: and I've seen it before. I've seen it in magazines and and on TV shows, and you sort of think, oh my goodness, that house just looks like it's just a bit too much, a bit of a museum. And you know, we live we live where we, when we live, it's 2016, yep. so it's great to have some vintage pieces with a
1: throwback and a nod to the, yeah. the building or the time or the style.
0: But if you have too many of them, then none of them are the star, then because they all just start to blend into one.
1: Yeah. So have you got any suggestions around what one of these pieces might be?
0: Yeah. I mean, it could be things like some um, stools for your kitchen island um, that are really sort of industrial style. So they're relatively easy to come by. It could be a really cool little side table piece. That's a bit of a feature. It could just be some decorative items that, you know, you can't lay your hands on anything like that in in new stores these days. So you need to, you know, visit some vintage stores.
1: I personally like photography, so I like uh, artworks that are uh, giving a nod, I suppose, to either industrial style or even to the building itself that you're in. If you can get some photography done of the external of the building or of a piece that you might have um, found that you like, but isn't suitable to be in the property something like that could be really cool. Yeah,
0: perfect. So finally, my last tip to bring some industrial style into your home is really to mix it up. So I mean, me personally, I couldn't live in a home that was just all industrial. That's just not me. But if I had some industrial mixed with some Scandi, now we're talking. So they're two styles that really go hand in hand well, because the industrial is kind of a bit more hard and masculine. And I find the Scandi brings that little bit of softness to it. So Industrial does lend itself to blending with other styles. Um, It sometimes needs a little bit of softness from some other styles, a little bit of femininity. Um, So I'd recommend, yeah, mixing a couple of styles in together.
1: And that's something that's being done more and more now, isn't it? Like a blending of these styles. These, These two in particular are starting to come together a little bit.
0: Yeah, look, I think people are just wanting to get a little bit more eclectic with how they're furnishing their homes and just because you like one style and you also like another doesn't mean you have to pick between the two. You can, you know, meld them together and have much more of a layered look um, and sort of evolve your style over time.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's about personal style and and people trying to find a way to um, take Scandi forward, for example, and bring in some industrial elements or vice versa. Yes. Rather than sticking to the the, the tried and true and traditional, um, meaning definition of what these styles have been for a long time
0: and at the end of the day it's it's your home so if there's things that you like and you like how they go together then there's no rule to say that you you can't you know have those things um together in your home
1: awesome so let's recap now lauren's tips for how to bring industrial style into your home keep your furniture choices simple but oversized make lighting a feature Choose your accessories wisely by looking for things in concrete, black, and metallics. Keep them simple, but make sure that they're not too hard and clinical. Bring in authentic vintage pieces that are associated either with the building or the property that you're in or this industrial style. And mix it up. Don't be afraid to play with styles and to, to meld them if it suits your personal style.
0: Yeah, industrial is a really fun style and it, it copes well with uh, you having a play around with it. So you don't need to be too serious about industrial. Just just have a go and uh, enjoy it.
1: You're listening to the Find It Style It podcast with Lauren Keenan. So interior design and home styling, it's really important to get some, some visuals on what we're talking about here and that's where the segment hashtag that is so important because Lauren can talk you through some of the uh, the key places that you can go online to find some visual inspiration, some inspo for your uh, your design and how to bring industrial style, in this case, into your home. What's happening on the interwebs? What, what are the, uh, the places that you, you think uh, are worth checking out?
0: Well, I've got a couple of hashtags to look at firstly this week. So my first one is hashtag industrial style. Um, Lots of great examples of different types of rooms, commercial spaces, which can also be a really great source of inspiration. Um, So that's one to definitely check out. My second hashtag is hashtag industrial interior. Few less um, images under this hashtag, but still some some really great items, some beautiful furniture pieces, which um, it's nice to see, see things up close and personal on a hashtag. You could also look at hashtag industrial design, but just bear in mind that industrial design is an industry of its own, so you're going to get a lot of sort of products and uh, things like that on there. Architecture. Yeah, but there will still be some sort of interior designy kind of pictures amongst that. Nice,
1: and you can obviously go down the uh, the rabbit hole of Instagram and perhaps never come out but be uh, very fulfilled along the way.
0: Well, actually, what I'm liking about Instagram now is when you search for, say, hashtag industrial style, up the top near the search bar now, there'll be um, suggested hashtags for you to look at as well. So you might find something among those that you like too.
1: Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's your hashtags. Any um, accounts that you think are worth checking out?
0: Yeah, look, I mentioned before anaesthetic design <laughs> in Camperdown in Sydney. I'm going to put the spelling of that one in the show notes. So please have a look at that. That's really beautiful. Also, I think have a look at Beacon Lighting too because I know they've got a, a new range out now for summer and there's some quite sort of industrial style pieces amongst that too. So, like I said, lighting's a great place to start to bring industrial
1: into your home. Great. We'll put all those into the show notes.
0: I've added a new segment. Can I can I add a little bit in here? Sure. It's called Shop It. Shop It. Yeah. So, I, a little bit similar to hashtag that, but just some more suggestions of where you can go browsing for some pieces. Okay. Um, that might bring some industrial um, inspiration to you. So um, a few stores I'd recommend. Go and check out uh, Matt Blatt. So they do have a lot of replica stuff, but some of them are um, great copies of really iconic sort of industrial designs. So go okay. and have a browse there. And,
1: and pretty affordable.
0: Yeah, you can you can buy online through them. Their website's pretty good, and they've also got, uh, stores, they've got stores now. got stores in Sydney and
1: uh, Melbourne, don't they?
0: Yeah, I think they've got one in Perth as well. They're okay. sort of dotted all around now, really. Great. Life Interiors, one of my old faves, but they have. And friend of the podcast. And friend of the podcast. Um, they have some really sort of modern takes on some industrial pieces, um, furniture and accessories.
1: They're located in Alexandria in Sydney. They've also recently opened in Melbourne and, of course, um, online at lifeinteriors.com.au. Freedom.
0: Now, I know you might, um, our listeners may be a little bit for surprised industrial. for me to mention freedom, but. Yeah, they actually do have some some pieces that I, I think are sort of modern takes on industrial design. And um, I wanted to mention them because I think they're quite accessible to a lot of people. Um, regardless of where you live, there's generally a freedom reasonably close by.
1: Yeah, and they've got stores all over the country.
0: They do. And then my final one would be a store called Canal Side Interiors. Um, they have a bit of an eclectic mix. They have some more sort of modern country stuff, which we'll talk about another day, but some great industrial pieces, um, especially like stools and things made out of iron and that kind of thing.
1: Okay. Are they independently operated? Yes. Okay, great. So some good suggestions there to check out um, in hashtag that and shop it. Shop it, baby. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Find it. Style it. Okay, and before we go, we really should shout out your uh, socials at Find It Style It this week featuring some great photos from uh, one of your clients in Western Australia where you've done some work to help them bring in some Scandi style.
0: Yeah, it was a great project and I had worked with them before um, when they lived in Brisbane. And uh, moving to a new home, we decided to um, go down the Scandi line and we actually worked in sort of an e-decorating sense with them. So I provided them with all the information and where to shop, what to get, mood boards, the whole kit and caboodle. And then they were very excellent excellent clients. They went out and bought everything and followed it to the letter and we visited Perth recently and we actually got to go to the home and take some photos and see it all in the flesh.
1: Yeah, the proof was in the pudding. It was yeah, it I looked was, absolutely fantastic. I
0: was so impressed that they had just gone out and followed it all to the letter, and it looked amazing.
1: I think they were happy that they'd done that as well, and they hadn't tried to second-guess the advice. Yes. Because in the end, it came together so beautifully. Uh, it's a, an old... Um, 1940s, uh, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, 1940s cottage uh, with a, you know, a fantastic st- extension out the back, which is where the, uh, the photos on uh, Lauren's Instagram sort of are focused around. It was a really great example of how Scandi style can work in a modern Australian setting.
0: Yeah, and it actually made me a little bit sad that I live in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So check out at Find It Style It on Instagram and Facebook. And there'll be a little uh, rundown on the website, finditstyleit.com.au as well. You can check out a few more photos there. We've got a couple of episodes to go.
0: Yeah, next week's a really exciting one because it's going to be about mid-century modern, which is a bit close to both our hearts now after our trip to California. So I'm really looking to, looking forward to uh, delving into that a bit more next week.
1: So that's next week on the Find It Style It podcast. If you've got any questions for Lauren, you can email her, lauren at finditstyleit.com.au or just check out her socials. And if you've got any questions about Mid-Century Modern, you can email them to Lauren. lauren at finditstyleit.com.au is the email address, uh, either by voice memo from your phone or you can just do it the old-fashioned way and write an email.
0: Isn't it funny that emailing now is the old-fashioned way?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, of course, you can catch Lauren on her socials at findatstyleit. You can drop questions there as well and we'll try to answer any of those in next week week's podcast episode four of style school on mid-century modern
0: well that's it for today isn't it
1: yep good job
0: great job love talking about industrial style
1: hope that we answered a few of the sort of questions that might be buzzing around in your head about industrial and how you can make it part of your home because that's what find it style it is about helping you create a home that you love we're really excited about the rest of style school two episodes to go
0: yeah great all right podcasters signing off
1: see you next week bye Follow Lauren on your socials for latest
0: style trends and tips. Just search Find It, Style It, and subscribe now for exclusive perks, discounts, and updates about store openings straight into your inbox. Go to finditstyleit.com.au